welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 83, The Big Switch Up. In this episode, surprise, we talk about the Nintendo Switch. JFG Ash is back off his holiday. JFG Alex has been playing Battlefield 1. We do what we want with our new free-flowing structure. And finally, we have a good moan. So once again, thanks for listening, buddies. I know it's not the end, but I just want to say thanks now. Hello, and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 83. My name is Alex, and I'm joined as ever by my good friend, Ash. Hello, buddy. My intonation was odd there, but how are you? <laughs> hey, buddy. As always, I'm good. I yep. mean, I'm Correct always answer. good. I am. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well played. Uh, I, I nailed it. Uh, yep. I, I'm always good after getting back from a foreign country uh, 20 hours ago, and within that 20 hours, working at least nine of them. Maybe ten. You went to work today. I, I went to work today, yeah. That's a kick to the fucking dick, my friend. I mean, some people like that. Just saying. A kick to the dick? Yeah. <laughs> Not working straight after a holiday, a kick to the dick. <laughs> mm. I mean, fair play. I mean, it's to be honest, it's nice that they know what they like, because most mm. of us aren't so lucky. That is so true. We don't, we don't, don't necessarily discover what we like. Well, you got to try these things, buddy. I don't know. No, in fact. Maybe. Well... <laughs> I mean, how was your holiday, yeah, buddy? The, the holiday was good. We had um, out of the eight days that we were there, we had two that were reasonably bad with rain. But apart from that, it was lovely between the temperatures of twenty four and twenty seven. So not too hot. I mean, it is the off season for Portugal, so uh, I think we did pretty well. Hit the beach, did some bodyboarding or boogie boarding. Well, I, I never know which one it is. Uh, body one's lying on it, boogie one's like riding the bit where you'd normally paddle. Oh, okay, so boogie boarding is like the wooden board. Okay, so we did some body boarding, which was fun, and uh, yeah, Milo loved the shit out of that. It was ace. Nice, buddy. Just yeah. like floundering about on your tits. That's yeah, the way it, it goes. Yeah, it was good times. I mean, the sea there is pretty cold. Not mm. gonna lie, had had a permanent nip on. I think the ladies loved it. Nice, mate. Cut some, uh, <laughs> cut some ice for them, did you? Do oh, some yeah. sculpting. Definitely. Very nice. Yeah, yeah they, they enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, The food was uh, fantastic because it's like we stayed in like a little fishing village and uh, yeah, it was just like fresh fish every day. I was like, mm, nom, nom, nom. And, oh, uh, sounds <clears> good. Sorry. And um, one restaurant we went to is like, I don't know, some little like rubbish cafe kind of thing. It looked terrible, but I, I looked inside there's just some old ladies in there. I was like, these ladies look nice. And uh, the kitchen was fucking spotless. So I was like, Jesus Christ, I'd never seen such a clean kitchen. I was like, we're eating here tonight. Nice. Went there, had some grilled sea bass. They brought me some puree puree sauce, buddy. Ooh. Like, Ooh. I haven't had this with fish before, so I gave it I gave it a little whirl. Not to my knowledge, this was like a seven chili puree puree sauce. And I was like, wow. Oh, shit. 
that's incredibly hot. But I like that's it. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I only put a little dash on there. And, uh, yeah. The next day wasn't pleasant for my anus. I'm not No, gonna... I'd imagine <laughs> you had painful, some sort yeah. of ring of fire, as, yeah, as Mr. The, Cash might have said. Mr. Cash certainly was right. Um, yeah. So, uh, we hit the beach quite a lot and, uh, enjoyed that. I, I mainly liked the lunchtime, hitting the beach bar, getting some... I don't know, chips or whatever, you know, something, just something easy for the kids. Bit of a nibble, something to nibble on. And, oh, yeah. Uh, just uh, just having, like, a pint. Well, they don't have pints. They have, like, small and large. But having a large beer on the beach was just, uh, it's the best, mate. You know, that does sound nice, buddy. That really, really does really sound good. lovely. <laughs> so, um, apart from that, getting back to, like, normal stuff that we talk about technology and stuff yeah science and technology indeed we do i obviously played some vita played some dragon quest builders which i'll talk about in a bit and uh, i carried on my quests on tablet with uh with a bit of hit mango buddy yeah, which was nice old hit mango eh yeah i went back because i've never finished that game so i went back to it i think i'm like on the fifth board now i think it's the fifth board do you know how many uh, there are uh i'm gonna go for eight okay possibly eight there's a decent <laughs> amount of game there then for that money yeah definitely there's there's uh good content now, it's been on sale again recently i can't remember obviously i haven't been in the country for a week um so uh yeah i think it went down to like 80p the other week or something anyway um, that really doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, Star Trek Beyond, which was... Uh, what uh, did you think? It was okay. That's what I thought. It was okay, not great. Yeah, I would say it's okay. Um, but now you've now you've seen that, uh, i got two things for you. Okay. Uh, on the stupidity scale. Yeah. Um, motorbike falling aliens. Yeah. Or Beastie Boys Falling Aliens? Which one did you think was more stupid? I I did enjoy the Beastie Boys. I, I know. Well, I, I mean, you can enjoy it at the same time. You can be like, oh, for fuck's sake. That's kind of how I felt about it. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I'm going to have to allow this, you know, just because it's the Beastie Boys. Yeah. It was pretty special, but also I found it incredibly annoying at the same time. It was a terrible idea. The bike thing was pretty bad as well. Yeah, but I mean, let's mess up this swarm of bees. We'll say bees. We'll go with bees. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. With uh, with some Beastie Boys. I mean, that's true, true to life. I would say. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we, we need to we need, we need to, to, to be tested in the field with our, yeah. with our science and technology, buddy, to see if this yep. is an actual proven. Scientific, What's the thing uh, where they debunk shit? What's the show? I can't remember the name of it now. What Mythbusters? Mythbusters. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we'll That's what you in, need. You need to be in need, massive we, bee we costume, not bee costumes, not dressed that. as bees. That doesn't work. I mean, beekeeping <laughs> outfit. <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, dressed where as dressed as bumblebees, buddy. Well, no, I I just think that the <laughs> Mythbusters need to get their uh, beekeeping paraphernalia on and but, um, uh, does this mean that bees are telepathic then I mean uh, I don't know I mean I, I, I very much enjoyed Jupiter Ascending's take on bees <laughs> the, the <laughs> yeah, bees I, don't, don't I would say that was probably the best take on bees yep. 
ever. Yep, they're, uh, they're royalty. Bees are royalty. They own the universe. Bees are royalty. It's a Bees don't fact. lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so Holiday... After yeah, sorry, we were talking about something. Weird about tangent, buddy. Um, I've had some rent, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to finish this off with uh, holidays are not relaxing when you have kids, buddy. Um, they are extremely annoying. Uh, they don't sleep all the time and they get ill, which isn't good. It's not yep. what you want them to do, like, when you want to relax and just chill out. And then like, kids are like, yeah, let's go play in the sea. Let's go play pool. I'm like, yeah, I do. But not now, like later, when I've had like another two hours sleep, please. Sounds stressful, buddy, but of course, you and the missus aren't the first parents to visit Portugal and have a stressful time of things. We're not going there. <laughs> I'm, I'm shutting you down right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. No. <sighs> Well, I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my time was fine. I mean, I came back with all my kids. Yeah. Didn't ask for anything more. Let's I mean, you've aced it, frankly. Yes, uh, I've done the job. Yep. Oh, my God. So it's done. I mean, how how long did people have to wait until they could joke about AIDS? I can't remember. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was about 13 years. We're not quite there yeah, yet. Yeah, we're not so there we're, yet, buddy. So, we'll move uh, on. We'll move on. Yeah, I'm sorry. so... Yeah, I know, disgrace you, motherfucker. <laughs> Terrible. So yeah, I've been abroad this week, so I have I've um I haven't really played any games, but luckily, because I'm with the, the one of the shittest networks in the world, three, um apparently uh <laughs> I get <laughs> all my minutes and data when I'm in various countries in Europe, and that included Portugal. So I was able to uh, keep up with the news, buddy. So you've still got Ash's news, favourite things of the week to oh, Well, to. thank God for that, buddy. And I, know, I think I that's know. becoming more common now with the... Um, it's one of these things where, like, the big the big networks in the UK, like EE, for example, they're always yep. going to fuck you. But the, the smaller networks or the ones that piggyback, they're constantly offering, like, perks. It was the same for me... Um, I've been, you know, I've been abroad a couple of times this year, and and Ooh. on both occasions, I got like um, a, a text from Tesco Mobile saying, "Oh yeah, your uh, all of your uh, minutes and data and everything's just included in your package abroad." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. okay." Nice, I remember when I had so to good. pay a pound to send a fucking picture yeah, message. Man. Seriously, it's crazy. So, yeah, that's pretty cool, though, isn't it? It's really good. Yes, it is very helpful. I mean, I did think about. Um, tethering my Vita to my phone and joining in on game night by well, you know, share playing uh, or whatever it that is would have been, play that, that would have been a waste of time buddy uh, I know I heard uh, big old internet issues on Friday wasn't there All yes the and uh, I think this might be the first time that this has happened the uh, on this scale a, definitely well it was it was a classic DDoS attack like we've had before but mm. rather than target the specific networks they targeted the DNS which, amusingly, I now know what that is because I'm about to uh, start a job that involves that. So, uh, and uh, what is that, buddy? That's the uh, that's the servers that control. That's like the uh, the phone book of the internet, where the uh, I, I would call it the phone book of the internet. Mm. That's 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 fine. Yeah, uh, where where the um, 
the domain name, which is like www.bbc.co.uk or whatever, it has a, a numbers assigned to it, like an IP assigned to it, and it's the way that your connection, um, your computer asks for the address from a DNS, um, and that was down. They attacked the actual servers that stored the addresses rather than attacking now, a specific did they attack them website with knives or guns they attacked them with connections ooh they just I haven't heard of this weapon just connected over and over again um it's denial of service it's bombarding yeah. a particular server um and that's what happened and they went after a very prominent server which uh, governs many many websites and that meant that all of them were fucked. Um, was ours okay, just, though? Uh, our website loaded fine, buddy. I did actually check that. I was like, yeah, they, these fuckers, they're trying to shut down JFG. They don't want to... They're, they're, they're sick of the, 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 you know, one too the many phoenixes. Yeah, the, I mean... They're just... They're not having it anymore. So, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, well, they're, they're unlucky this week, then. Yep. We were up and running, and it was fine. But it was the night that, uh, well, it was the day that Battlefield 1 launched. So uh, that was fun, and uh, <laughs> led, to, led to an interesting game night, which I will get on to shortly. Cool, buddy. So um, that's pretty much my week um, abroad. What have you been up to? Because, you know, last time we were like, shit, you've got a new job. You're trying to find somewhere to live. I mean, I can see right now that you're still in... Your room, so you I'm haven't in my moved room yet. You can only move so quickly. Uh, it, it turns out that seven days is not long enough to find a place to live and move into it. But uh, it turns out two weeks. No, you can do that, and I have. So nice. uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, our last time we podcasted uh, was a Tuesday, and on the Thursday of that week, I went and looked at flats and picked a flat and. Uh yeah, there we go. So <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, how many flats flat. did you see until uh, until you found the flat? We went to see six different flats, uh, all not in too bad. like a four-hour period, uh, which made it very difficult to remember, like the entrance halls to all of them and the room <laughs> sizes and the configurations. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, yes, I'm moving. I'm moving next Saturday, the 5th of November, buddy. Oh, remember, remember, the 5th of November. Royal Market Town of Tunbridge Wells. Um, That's where I'm going. And, uh, yes, I would have worked at my new job for a week then. I start that this Monday coming. And, um, yeah, so this week I have, what have I done? Uh, Bought a flat. Uh, well, renting a flat. <laughs> renting um, a flat, yeah. <clears throat> bought a bed. I bought saucepans. Um, oh, nice. I bought a big Moroccan lamp. Um, like it. I got my internet sorted, buddy. Good news. So, uh, I'm, I am going with BT because it's like, Ooh. uh, yeah, not the best, but you know, it's one of these ones where you can't get the fiber direct into the building, but you can get the sort of hybrid fiber where it's fiber to the exchange and then phone line into the building, which is kind of a okay, re- so that's relatively new thing. So yeah. uh, I'm getting 52 meg, I think it is, um, that which sh- is fine. Yeah, that's not too bad. I mean, yeah, it's, 
PSN shit anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I usually don't get more than 80 on my 100 meg connection, so yeah. I'm barely missing out on much. And the upload is actually faster than what I've got. At the, at the moment, I've, I've got five upload, and, and I think this comes with 10, which is oh, kind of... Wow. Cool. Kind of weird, but um, that is going live on the Wednesday, so I'm going to be without Ooh. internet for four four days, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But it turns out they they like to have proof you're moving into a property before you can uh, order yeah, the internet order it. to it. Yeah, that kind of makes <laughs> so, sense. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, nothing much else to report. Tomorrow is my last day at my current job. Um, Oh, you're having a party. I think we are actually having... I think we're getting pizza and some beer in, so yeah. Oh, nice. uh, (laughs) That'd be fun. Uh, And then on Monday, I start my job, and I've got a month's training in London. So that's going to be fucking shit, because I hate London. Um, I don't want to commute there, but I'm going to have to for a month. That will happen. Yeah, true. Oh, well. The way I see it, I've basically got a month to convince these people that I don't need any more training, and then I never have to go to London again. That's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of how it is. Yeah, that, uh, that, yeah. So Do I've been some watching, cramming, buddy. Been watching many, many hours of YouTube videos of people doing lectures, like university lectures yeah, yeah. on on servers, DNS. Um, I tell you what, mate, you're going to probably gripping. know more than anyone there now, just from doing that. I reckon. Well, yeah, I, I think that could be the case. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna walk into the building thinking that I'm really like super inferior. Yeah, and then and just be like, oh shit. Actually, I'm all right because yeah, because most people have gone through like courses and stuff. They haven't got like the sort of um, like neighborhood knowledge that we yeah do that we just picked solving up problems from, over many years. Yeah. So um, fucking about with computers for god knows yeah. how long. So yeah, it's just been one thing after another, man. Like today, I booked a van. I booked the internet. Um, I sent a large sum of money to some third party, uh, <laughs> like, not <laughs> offshore, but you know, no, unfortunately not. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, and uh, and bought a like a rug, and that's kind of my days at the moment. Is like buy an animate object, uh, send large sum of money to someone. <laughs> fucking work out logistics of thing and this that and the other but um yeah Sounds hasn't good. left much time for gaming but i have had the chance to play quite a lot of battlefield so uh, well on that note then buddy i guess we uh we finished waffling on because we've been doing that a while and we talk about what we've been playing this week which is gibbons buddy <laughs> let's do that so kick things off buddy with your hollish gaming Let's get involved. So yeah, Tablet Watch played some more Hitman Go, encountered some... Tablet Watch! <laughs> encountered some new enemies, uh, which uh, which is... It's, they're good, good tablet puzzle games or phone puzzle games. I really like the... Um, what was it? Um, uh, Montreal. Who is it? It's fucking Ubisoft IDOS. Montreal. Yeah. Is it IDOS? Like it used it to be IDOS. No, yeah. They got, uh, they got bought, did they? So it's UB now. I don't know. No, yeah. you're right. I, I should know because I listened to oh, an interview IDOS, with them from Giant is Bomb it? like ages oh. ago. Anyway, I know it's Montreal. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, because Deus Ex is IDOS, isn't it? They're getting confused. I'm so confused. That has just absolutely thrown me completely. I've just chugged one in there. Doesn't matter. Anyway, hit Mango. 
Uh, it's they're, they're great puzzle games. All all the Mango games, I, I I like them all. They're just nice and simple. And on my like two K screen on my tablet, it just looks really awesome. Um, I I like the Hitman style as well. The fact that there's it, it's like Sabutio players. I really like that. It's funny. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's Square Enix Montreal. Ah, uh, there you go. So we were both completely wrong. Yes, in a way, yes, sort of. Uh, we're not really because it's actually idos were bought out by them and they're kind of the same thing so there we go we're just getting old and refusing to believe progression (laughs) yeah but yeah sorry carry on buddy fuck that shit Uh, but yeah no uh hit mango it's it's a good game Uh, i highly recommend it to anyone with a phone or tablet when it's in a sale you don't want to spend like two quid on that it's just AEP. I mean, that's the thing. Like with with tablet and phone games, like, I I begrudge paying more than a quid. I don't know why. Well, it goes down enough times that you don't need yeah, to exactly. as well. That's it the really other does. thing about it. But it, uh, it's quite funny how like people like spend all this money on like a phone or a tablet. Like my tablet was like I don't, I don't know like two hundred quid or something, and then it's like any software that I want to buy for it is like. No, I'm not spending more than a pound on this. Fuck you. <laughs> it's like, I, I should really see it as like, yeah, five quid for a game. That's fine, I guess. But I don't know, like, fucking, uh, on the on the plane back, going back to holiday, on the plane back, there was like, I don't know, some kind of like 15, 16 year old kid like in the aisle uh, in front of me to the like to the side so I could see what he was doing. He had his like iPad mini. It was like, first of all, I was like, ugh, iPads. And then, like, throughout <laughs> the entire flight, he must have played about 30 games. I was just like, fucking hell, man. Seriously, have you got, like, the attention span of, like, I don't know, a gnat, I guess. I don't know, or a fly, or a goldfish. Probably that's a good one. I don't know. Take your pick, really, at this point. I'd, yeah. You know, maybe all three combining some kind of mutated gnat, flying goldfish. I don't know. Yep. The old knifefish. Yeah. Yep. I love the knifefish big fan but yeah no it, I, I don't know it just annoyed me that i don't know if it's the youth of today uh, or if it's just tablet games in general like they're just not good enough like they they can't keep people's attention spans i guess that's what they are there for though really aren't they just like quick on the go yeah they're more diversionary than go. something you get stuck into because you haven't got the chance to really get really heavily involved in something do you but i want to buddy which brings yeah, me on to that's the not next the way. game <laughs> right. I've been playing, <laughs> which uh, has been Dragon Quest Builders on the, the PS Vita. Yes. Okay. Conclusion, um, buddy. Yep. I don't like mobile gaming. Um, I just don't like it. It's not good enough. Like, So you didn't get on with this? Oh, no. The game is great. I love the game. But I was just like... I just wanted to play it on the PS4. It wasn't. It was. It is. It is. It, you can play this game on like a Vita, no problem. But this game would be much better on a PS4, on a big screen. I'm sitting in a comfy chair with my troll, with a couple of beers. I'm just like, yeah, cool. Building some blocks, going on some quests, finding some dudes. That's all I wanted. I just couldn't get comfortable with the Vita. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know. I think. I think I've gone off handhelds with my old age. I mean, I, I never had much joy with the Vita. It always felt really alien to me, and I always just assumed that after many hours of playing it, I'd kind of get the hang. But um, you've had yours a long time now. Yeah, you I've had it time, nearly two to get years or something now. I must be. And um, 
I don't know, I'll, obviously I'll play it because I haven't got my PlayStation 4 with me or a PC or a, like anything of decent quality. So um, yeah, I'll play it, but it's never really that enjoyable. And I don't know why. Uh, Can you connect a DualShock to the Vita? I don't think so. That would be cool if you could. Do you think that would make the difference for you? Do you think the controls are a big part of the problem you have with it? Possibly. Could be. Not comfy enough. Um, the whole thing of like looking down if you're sitting like in a chair or if you're lying down, you have to hold it up and then my like arms go numb because lack of blood. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're vertical or not. Semi-vertical or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is just me having a moan about <laughs> the Vita. Um, but yeah, probably. Like, if... Like, um, I did quite a bit of share playing um, whilst at home with, um, like, the tablet in Windows mode and I'd link up the DualShock 4 to it. Uh, I've had a lot of joy doing that or playing, like, PS4 on the, on the, uh, on the laptop or something like that because, yeah, I guess... It's a screen, and I'm using the the PS4, like the DualShock 4 controller. So, yeah, it could be down to the controls. Yeah, I don't know. But Dragon Quest Builders, it's a really cool game. Uh, I I feel like it would be, like I said, better on a console. Also, it would be better in a co-op environment, um, having your friends there. I mean, obviously, it's it's taking a lot from other building type games, aka Minecraft. Obviously. Uh, Having played hours and hours of that helped me in this game because I was like, I know, like the mechanics of building yeah, stuff and the core concepts. Yeah, and stuff, exactly. Sure. But I, I, I did like the idea of there were like various quests or you know tasks you had to do. Um, I, I haven't played the PS4 version. Has that got uh, voice acting in it, or is it all just text? Yeah, it's got voice acting. Ah, so the Vita version has it's just text, and I think I think it did. Maybe I'm wrong. I d- I don't know. I haven't played it. So if it does, then uh, once again, I would prefer that <laughs> because uh, I'm doubting myself now. I think I think it might not. Okay, um, well, I think it might just go. Yeah, like classic Nintendo style. Yeah, exactly. Text scrolls. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of text in this game, and um. There's a whole like backstory uh, by, uh, of why um, there are no builders um, <laughs> and you're the only one kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and there's like different books that you can find and they tell like the stories of how the builders and stuff went away and or how humanity ended and the monsters took over. And I was like, I really want to know more about this, but I, I just couldn't face reading lots and lots of text and because it's a sequel isn't it from like a 30 year old game like I believe dragon so, quest yeah. dragon quest came out on like the ness or something yeah and yeah i, I don't know that that shouldn't be i don't know for me that's a downfall in the game because it, it annoyed the hell out of me um it, it didn't let me access the game in a way that i wanted in a way i think Needs that voice acting in there, yeah, and then you, you, really it keep you interested. I think. Yeah, I I just couldn't keep up with it. One, I'm already uncomfortable with the Vita, like I've just said, and then two, I'm trying to read, and I'm like, I'm massively dyslexic and stuff, and I hate reading anyway. So that's a massive turn off. Um, I feel harsh saying that because people love reading. You know, that's that's what people do. Some people do, but you know, for me, uh, no. 
So would you would you recommend this to people on consoles? Like, would you are you tempted to pick this up on PS4 and and play it through on there? No, just because I feel it needs co-op. Um, I kind of felt that as well when I played the demo with the like you know we're so used to like Minecraft now. Uh, and this is linear as well, isn't it? Like yes, it's it's, pre- yes, yes, it's yes. pretending to be an open world game, but it is actually very linear. So yeah, it, uh, could, it, it could benefit heavily from having some co-op elements to it. Yeah, there, there's not a lot of freedom there, um, especially with your crafting. You know, you are given certain bits at whatever time, and so so you can't just go out and try and find the, the best stuff. I mean, I, I guess it's a progression. But you don't, you can't see what you can build at the beginning. You you get giving it to you throughout the campaign, I guess you could call it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I felt that quite annoying in a way because I was like I I I never knew what I could do because when you dig something up, it might be like yeah you can build this this and this with it, or it might just be like yeah you can't do anything with that. And I was like oh okay. Uh, what do I do now? I mean, they, they give you these blueprints of how to build, uh, do make buildings and stuff like that. Um, like, so you can build like a basic bedroom with like a straw mattress or whatever. Uh, I went off, found like a castle, nicked like this fancy bed uh, and like a fancy torch or something. And then I put that in my bedroom instead and it turned it into like a fancy bedroom kind of thing. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that was a fucking thing. Um, I, I don't know if it was a thing that, that, that that's meant to happen, but I don't know. I, I, it didn't feel like it was giving me enough um, for me to progress fast enough. I, I, I felt like I was doing a lot of um, menial tasks before I was getting enough reward, I would say, right. out of the building. Yeah. And and as this is a building game, um, I've yeah, it kind of lacked there. I still really enjoyed it. I mean... Um, like I said, I, th- I think it would be much more fun uh, in a console environment. So um, my thing would be like, if you if you do like games like Minecraft and you want to play some type of building game with more of a questing focus, um, then yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd get this game. Nice, man. Yeah, I really liked the feel of it. I did wonder, though, when I played that demo, how, um, how it would how it would be over several hours and uh yeah it's interesting do you think it's something that your kids would enjoy do you think it's something people's kids would kind of is it is it kind of geared up to be something like a sort of entry point for children as well I, as I, a I sort of quirky of, game yeah but it, this is more like an older child i, I, I would i'd say like 12 ish um, right mainly down to the amount of text that's in this game uh i, yeah, I would true. say that would be the 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 thing uh, uh, because I, I remember playing like um, Ocarina of Time back in the day that had quite a fair amount of text in it and things um, and how old was I then? Fuck knows I must have been like 12 when did that come out? 98? 96? around then time anyway and um, yeah I, I really enjoyed that game so like I said like 10, 12-ish I guess yeah 98 you'd have been ah uh, oh, nailed it alright right on yeah, I was so, uh, uh, 13 yeah. at the time. And I feel like a kid at that age would really in- enjoy this. Because it, it does give the it gives the impression that it's a sort of like um, something around the sort of Lego sort of game 
thing mm. where it you know like for eight eight year old seven year old type thing but um yeah as you say like the, that is a bit of a, a gate the old text so uh yeah definitely well fair enough fair enough but yeah good game enjoyed it but probably will never play it again <laughs> unfortunately fair play buddy you gave it a go gibbons buddy so um unfortunately i mean i could be playing battlefield one right now because uh, this is the first day I'm back from my holiday, and I uh, seem to be doing a podcast about games instead of fucking playing games. So it's because you're a man of the people, buddy. That's I why that's know, happening. I know that's what I do. I'm dedicated. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so tell me what I've been missing this week. Okay. Uh, well, this week I've been playing Battlefield One, but I've only played Battlefield One on my own, as in um, without people I know. I've played it with numpties. Uh, strangers, so on. <laughs> yeah, numpties, strangers, yes. You know, but I haven't oh, played wow. it with friends, and I know that it will come into its own when I do. Um, oh, me. But what I will say about <laughs> Battlefield 1 is that it is the most spectacular game I have ever played in my life. And I'm not saying it's one of my favorite games yet. And I'm not saying, I'm not even saying that I've had a great deal of fun on it because I'm not very good at it. And I've been playing it um, <laughs> without friends. So it hasn't been that enjoyable. But what it does, and, and th- let's go back to something that we were talking about a few episodes ago. Yeah. Um, I know something that Funk and JJ were talking about in terms of games this generation that are just prettier rather than doing anything new. This game, the the previous generation of consoles couldn't dream of doing what this game does. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Like, it's chaos. It's absolute chaos. It's fucking ridiculous. I was playing a game the other night. It was was it, is it sixty four players each side, and yeah. and I'm in the hills of Italy, and there's there's fucking like. Five or six planes flying overhead, having a dog fight. Then there's there's people everywhere. There's explosions everywhere, and then suddenly there's a massive like explosion goes off beside me. There's a, like a tank going past, and then there's some geezer on like a fucking shell cannon thingy firing <laughs> at it, and then a nade goes off, and like three players' bodies fly over my head, and it's just <laughs> nuts. It's fucking nuts and action it's, packed it, it's amazing it's amazing and i was sitting there like trying to look at it from the perspective of someone who doesn't regularly play video games because obviously i know i know a lot about games because i am obsessed with them and fucking read up <laughs> about them all the time and everything yeah. but ob- objectively speaking just t- t- just taking a step back from your television and looking at this fucking thing <laughs> It's amazing. It is so amazing. It's ridiculous, and it is just. I can't is believe you're game. saying this about a battlefield game. You know, like just, say this time last year, like you were a guy. Like before, we kind of started going into Shooterton with uh, yeah. Call of Duty, Battlefront, um, fucking Rainbow Six Siege. You know, like we we barely touched a shooter. You know, and we're talking a year later. You are just like oozing joy. Well, as, a, as, a, as I said, I, I haven't even had that much fun. Yeah, I haven't even enjoyed it very much. <laughs> but you're just like, this is amazing. But I it is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. And yeah. and 
there's a big difference there. Like, technically speaking, no one has ever done anything like this before. And so, go on. It's just the. It's I just can't get over it. Like I can't. I, I was just sitting there. I played it for about an hour last night before I went to bed, and I, I think I finished with a kill death of like four to twenty. Like I did nothing. No, nice. I was shit. But I just I turned it off. I was like fucking health. What a game! It's just so. It's so. It's Jared, unbelievable. Like it's know, a we've, fucking we've... sop with camel flies over the top of me, and then I'm I spawn in and I'm on I'm on a fucking. A, a motorbike and sidecar and I'm jumping over like trenches and shit and there's just it's just ridiculous the whole thing is just insane and this new operations mode that they've introduced which is like a perfect it's like a perfect sort of amalgamation of rush and conquest where okay. it's like a it's like a sort of story based thing to the point where you get little cutscenes in advance where for example you'll start the when I was doing the Italian Hills one it was like okay we need to hold these three points if we get overrun then we fall back to the tunnel and then you go you go back to the tunnel and that launches into like a next the next map and in the next map you've got separate points to hold so that's kind of like rush but on a much grander scale and then the third map if you if you fail again and they're still pushing you the enemy is you're defending like a fortress on a hillside and it's just it's war like it's just a really good representation of the chaos of war but also the progression and the story and then you chuck in the fact that the single player is absolutely out of this world like not very long but really really good really yeah. immersive and uh, I, I've done a couple of them now and my favourite one is the uh, the American pilot masquerading as a Brit who um, you know you, you do several air missions and by the way the vehicle control in this thing is fantastic like I thought the, the vehicle control in Battlefield 4 wasn't great um, Battlefront, the vehicle control was toilet, especially the flying, the spaceships and stuff. <laughs> yeah, this thing uh, is brilliant. It's like playing Blazing Angels. I think it feels better Ooh. than War Thunder, and that's a Blazing flying game. Angels. You know, yeah. Like, and so okay. you're doing that, and then there's it. Cut, it there's a cutscene, and you get shot down, and then you're behind enemy lines, and it goes first person. You got to sneak through like a load of farmland behind enemy lines, and then you've got to make your way across no man's land through the trenches and stuff. And it's completely atmospheric, and uh, I'm exhausted. It's it's so good. <laughs> uh, I'm, I haven't had a good time on it yet, but it's the very first battlefield ever. And I, I suspect it'd be the second if I'd played a lot of Bad Company. Bad Company, but yeah, too. It's, it's the yeah. first Battlefield ever where I know I'm going to pump enough hours in that I get good enough to have a really good time. Like, uh, I already know so I'm going to play 100 hours of this fucking game because cool. I'm obsessed with it. I, mean, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And I feel horrible and dirty praising an EA game in such a fashion but I can't help it and there's, there's a lot of people in the same boat it's picked up obscene reviews you've got people like Jim Sterling who are the very first to jump down the throats of the AAAs saying fucking hell this is a good game and it really is so so good so so good uh, but not for everyone if you haven't got friends to play it with you won't get the most out of it um if you're easily annoyed, then you're going to get really pissed off with the snipers because this is a battlefield game and it's massive maps and there's lots of snipers and there's lots of things to piss you off. But oh, of course as, as a technical achievement, I have never seen anything like this in my life. I think it, it has to be the most 
like scope wise it's the most vast project i've ever seen and, and so impressive that they pulled it off is it a thing where we're gonna get the season pass buddy I don't know about that. I, I don't know if I want to give them more money. I, I I don't like the concept of these sort of fucking 40 quid season passes and stuff. Uh, it feels very feature rich, not like Battlefront was where that felt like half a game. So I don't think that you'd feel you were missing out if you didn't buy the extra content. At the same time, you know one of those packs will go down to a tenner and you know that we'll pick it up. So I suppose in the future we probably will. But um, feature rich, man. Loads of content here. And also, one thing I have to have to stress, one of the biggest problems I've always had with Battlefield is the spawns. The fact that I will spawn somewhere, everyone's took all the vehicles already, I've yeah. got to run for fucking five minutes, and then I get shot, and then I have to spawn back there again. Uh, they have optimised the spawning to such an extent in this game that they've completely eliminated that for the most part. You can now spawn in on uh, objectives that are being... Uh, what's the word? I'm trying to think. So if 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 the te- if the enemy team is having a crack at an objective, if it, if it's neutral, you can spawn in there. You can spawn in much closer to objectives than you used to. It just sort of puts you thirty yards away into the side. And the level design is such that they'll maybe put you behind a couple of fences or something, so it doesn't feel like you, people are spawning on top of you, but they're still close enough that it doesn't mean they have to fucking spend ages charging across open land. Um, the the destruction as well it is so good like it makes that levolution shit look so stupid that whole idea of like a a big event that happens this is just constant little things being blown up falling over walls yeah. disappearing oh man i mean there you go to be honest i'm just going to say for the rest of the podcast there's like some news and stuff can we finish so we can go play it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we will play it. We will play it tonight. But uh yeah. Um so much of my praise for this game comes from uh the fact that I have played so many games, the fact that I've been a a, a huge huge like geeky fan of video games for 30 plus years and I've just never seen anything like this before. And and that that's not actually a bearing on the gameplay itself, which is Battlefield, and I'm not very good at, and I'm not having that much fun with. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I will move off of this subject because you're going to want to talk about it next week, having not played it yet. That's true. Maybe I will continue your praise. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. We maybe, shall see. Maybe not. But... Uh, it, it warrants it warrants a big gush from me. I, I am genuinely that amazed by it. And, and listeners of this podcast for a long time, they know that I'm. I, I try and be measured. I'm not the sort of person who just wanks off about something that isn't Half Life Two. So it's it's one of those things, you know. Um, it's just uh, fabulous, <laughs> fabulous. We'll move on. We'll move on. Um, so the only other thing I've played this week, literally the only other thing other than obviously like Pez and F1 like I normally play, is uh, Civilization V, which is funny because Civ Six is coming out uh, this week. But uh, yeah, because the servers were all down on everything uh, except obviously Steam, which was running fine because Steam always runs fine. Um, <laughs> we we played Civ Five on game night without you because we couldn't play anything else. We couldn't connect to anything. Uh, we got Google Hangouts going, by the way. Worked perfectly for some uh, some 
trio voice chatting. That was good. And we played nice. a couple of hours like of Civ, buddy. A couple of hours of Civ 5. Ah, it's been I mean, a while. I think I'd forgotten how to play it. Has everyone got all the expansions and stuff? It seemed to run I fine. I made a server and invited everyone, and, and Funk and PJ came in, and it was no problem. So, uh, yeah, we started a game and came to the conclusion across, like, a two-hour period that that is not a game night game. <laughs> That's what yeah, we discovered. Yeah, yeah. That game is slow. Yes, it is very slow. The game slow. is really slow. And if you came on hoping to race around the uh, Circuit of Americas uh, on your steering wheel on F1, uh, and then you're moving one set of units around mm. to try and find bandits on yeah. Civ, um, then, yeah, not the best. So Not, not the best, no. It was, it was good. I enjoyed it. I think everyone enjoyed it, but uh, we were all kind of willing the servers to come back on on PlayStation, which <laughs> they eventually did, and we went and played some pairs and felt much better about ourselves. But uh, That's what you I want. think it needs, it needs a designated night, Really, that game? It needs I know like what you're a, saying. Yeah, you need, you a need separate a, game night. A casual night, I would say. Yeah, yeah, you do. It's, it's almost casual. seems almost like um like you almost want to play it like chess, you know, like where you know where people like send moves to each other yeah. and it games last ten years. It's, it's almost like alliances in secret chat windows. <laughs> oh it's the best. I did I did that. I sent a message to Funk saying Fucking PJ can't be trusted. Even though we were on the, <laughs> we were all on the same team. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I sent a message to PJ saying, "I think Funk's plotting something. I think he's planning." <laughs> <on that. laughs> Funk's being a shitbag. <laughs> Just like Jeez. message from PJ, like shenanigans. Like, uh, I've been rumbled, but yeah, oh, um, brilliant. Uh, interested to see the um, system requirements for Civ Six because. Uh, I fancy a bit of that, frankly. I know, right? I've been looking at it thinking, you know what? I wouldn't mind playing some more Civ. But yeah, I I reckon give it a few months. I reckon after Christmas sometime. Yeah, I mean, it'll come down to the whole Mac thing, really. Like, is is it out yet on Mac? I think it probably is. I think it has launched on, on Mac as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, they launched they launched the Mac version on the same day as the PC one. No one does that. Except those guys. Is it Aspia Media? I think it is. Sid uh, Myers, mate. Sid Myers, yeah, Sid, it's him personally. He like rang, he rang the, the ghost of Steve Jobs. He was like, what the fuck, man? Like, I want this live now. Exactly. Come on. So, yeah, that's me, buddy, anyway. That's what I've been playing. Nice, um, buddy. Last thing to mention is a certain little purchase that you made before you headed off to Portugal. Literally, so. the day I was going, obviously a Wednesday... Uh, which was, uh, well, last Wednesday. Um, and that is when the sales uh, come on on the European PSN store. And the Halloween sale, is it called? I don't know what it is. Anyway, popped on with, with uh, loads of horror games. And I was like, oh, horror games, my favourite. Uh, I had a quick troll through and I saw one of our listeners' game of the year choices so far. And that's old uh, Mel Gibson's Soul. Uh, there were seven days to die on there. Uh, I think it was roughly half the price. And I was like, you know what? We've been waiting for this game to take a, a sudden dip. And there we go. So I bought that just before departing uh, the country, buddy. And uh, It was a good it was a good spot, buddy, because I, I, I wouldn't have noticed that, I don't think. So it was a good one. So, yeah, we also have that to play. So, I mean, to get through now, I mean, we've got a lot of Battlefield 1 to play. 
We've got some seven days to die. And also, I don't know when it's going to get fixed or if it's been fixed in this old Aragami. It has. <gasps> no. It has. Oh, uh, we, we will talk about that more later because we've got a message from Funk about that. Okay, um, we will do that. But yes, uh, I haven't actually tested it yet, but a patch went live about three days ago. So, cool. Uh, well, we will, uh, we'll it may- did say in it said in the um, patch notes that one of the fixes was that particular bug. So uh, cool. Yeah, I be would gravy. say we'll do it on the Monday stream, but you haven't got the internet. I will not have it the internet on Monday, um, <laughs> but I will have the internet on Wednesday. <gasps> Wednesday, uh, apparently. <laughs> yeah, don't hold your breath, buddy. We shall see. <laughs> we shall see. You'll be in the pub next Wednesday with the free Wi-Fi. One way or the other, mate. Yep. We'll do it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but- so, yeah, that's about us done for what we've been playing this week. I guess it's uh, whatever's next. I mean, fucking who knows what's going to happen. This week is we've thrown everything out the window. It's free-flowing, buddy. It's free-flowing. Uh, I've been priding myself over the last several dozen episodes to uh have everything sorted i have not been able to and i hate it when people say that they're really busy or they're really tired like it is one of my biggest like pet peeves is people saying that because i I kind of get the impression going through this life of ours that everyone is fucking busy and tired like it kind of goes without saying that everyone is busy and tired but this week like going from my like poxy little existence where i'm doing my little job and i'm you know <laughs> living in my little room and then all of yeah. a sudden i've got like 2 weeks to find a place to live and then set up all of the fucking net and utilities and transport and getting a bed over there and fucking this that and the other it's i've, I've just been wandering through like wide-eyed i feel like i haven't blinked for several days and i'm just like <laughs> just going through and yeah so this 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 whole new concept of freeform podcasting buddy where we're not got our structured sections quite so much that's been a bit of a yeah. blessing for me because i didn't have time to put a quiz together this week so we're not going to have one but we do it doesn't have matter, buddy. a special lengthy little uh commentary on the new nintendo console which we're going to go Ooh. into shortly and uh We've moved the top five in the news, and oh, fucking hell, mate, it's all over the place. Don't give the game away, buddy. Got keep them guessing. I'm sorry, buddy. I mean, I'm listening to jazz. I've been drinking some red wine. Like, I'm the happiest I've been for about a week and a half. And because uh, I'm back, I know. I did miss you very much, buddy. <laughs> Gibbons, buddy. <laughs> yep. I'm listening to Johnny Mathis on, right let's, now. Let's get this finished. I want to go. Literally, play Johnny Mathis. Okay, I don't cool. care. Show your face. <laughs> Let's do the news thing, yeah? Yeah. Don't know what you'd call it, really, but... Uh... The news. And now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. Number one. Number Wang. Number Wang. The Switch. The Nintendo Switch, buddy. Uh, Named after the old direct debit service, Switch. uh, Is the official title of Nintendo's NX. Previous codename, NX. Named after the letters N and X. It's true. Did you ever have a solo card? I did. I did have a solo card. <laughs> I did. That was the uh, 
the one before Switch when it you were was, in the Babby. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I had the uh, I had the uh, Abbey National Action Savers account as Fuck. well. I had uh, H- uh, HSBC or Hot Smelly Bitch Cunt, as yep. uh, I used to call it for some reason. Who knows? Well, I like that. I like that. I, I've always been <laughs> a huge fan of HSBC's uh, intense love of taking my money and spending it on gun running. Yeah, um, I love that. I mean, that's citation why I needed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, that's why I do it. Uh, allegedly, um, if, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be there. Allegedly, uh, but yeah, this is the Nintendo Switch, buddy. Uh, did you get the chance to watch the little trailer while you're in Portugal? Yeah, uh, I watched it today at work. Classic. Okay. Uh, well, you've got a sort of hot take situation going on here, whereas I've had time to kind of uh, drink it in. What did you make of it? Sort of knee-jerk reaction. Uh, well, I read loads of articles about it, but the only time I watched it was today. Um I mean, the first time I saw it, I was like, what is this? This looks terrible. Okay, <laughs> but you yeah, so your initial reaction was terrible. Yeah, I was like, more gimmicks. Mainly, I was worried about the return of the C buttons, buddy, that I saw. You know, like What are you talking the about? They're brilliant? They are, they are, they are brilliant. You know, it's like a Mate, D-pad, I just wish it had a, a center console with an analog stick just poking out the middle. Anyway... I mean, <laughs> anyway. At least this time they're not yellow. But yeah. Hey. yeah, but yeah, like I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like the look of it. I was like, okay, so this is a thing where you slide it on the side. I mean, how long is it going to take for those to get busted? You know, I'm thinking more of like kids grabbing it and yanking it about and things like. That. I don't know. Um, especially after, well, you know the. Uh, the DualShock 4, like that, that has deteriorated within like a, a month or two of using. You know, if, if this thing isn't built to last, then you've got some issues there with that thing sliding on and off. Um, well, I think I think you can give Nintendo the benefit of the doubt there because uh, traditionally their their hardware has always been fairly well made. I mean, I can't remember. You know, they they haven't had a, one of these instances where they've had to recall anything. For example, uh, the original. N64 controllers were prone to some slight sort of problems with buttons and stuff, but the actual consoles themselves, I feel like you could chuck them out of a plane and they'd be all right. So Yeah, but this um, has got, like, interlocking parts. That's never good. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you remember, it, like, the Guitar Hero controllers where you could pull the neck out? I mean, all the issues we used to have with that. But you'd hope that they'd learn from stuff Hopefully, like that as well. Hope, finger, yeah, but this is my initial reaction, buddy. I'm like, oh, dear. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, zone. But yeah, yeah it's, fingers crossed. It's gonna. It's be... risky. I'll, I'll give you that. It certainly yeah. is risky. Um, I mean, like after some of the stats, I guess came out. There wasn't really stats given, but uh, you know the the fact that um, the docking station is just like a docking station. It doesn't give it any extra juice or anything. I'm like, okay, I'm well I'm not sure about. It, doesn't it? I doesn't guess, I'm. The fact that it's it's powered. Oh yeah, it will upscale it to like 1080 and stuff like that. I no, get I'm, that. So. I mean, the fact the fact that when the system is running on battery versus the system running on yeah, when it's on power, mains then, power, yeah, it will be a slight increase. But yeah, there's no processing power in that. No. In that thing. Yeah. I suppose exactly. we should talk about it for anyone who like didn't 
see that uh, or or hasn't been following it or doesn't really give a shit to bore them. Um, I guess so, so yeah. It's the Switch, uh, it's the NX, is the it's Nintendo's hybrid console. Basically, they've been they've they've been trying to uh, think of new gimmicks, I suppose. But I don't know if it is a gimmick. I think this is probably a good idea. They the 3DS I think is it's hugely a great popular. Idea, yeah, uni- unifying all their platforms so this is, into one. Yes, this is this sense. is a, a unifying device, uh, which is a mixture of things. So. Um, the bread and butter of this thing is think the the Wii U remote, the tablet with the controllers either side, uh, but that also slots into a docking station which has an HDMI into your television so that you can seamlessly switch to uh, a, a conventional console sort of setup where you plug it into the television and you're away. Um, it has support for third, uh, not third party, but first party uh, controllers, uh, like a pro controller, like the Wii U has, where you can yep. play with a conventional sort of Xbox 360 esque controller. Uh, but also, the controllers either side of the screen device itself come off, and you can use those um, in both hands, or you can slot them into a device that turns them into a, a, a controller, or you can give one to two people, like one to each person, and use them separately, turn them on their side, like the old Wii remotes. Um, they're basically trying to cover all the bases here. I think that's kind of the way that they're going. Um, and it's a question of what you want, I suppose. I mean, I really like the look of this. Um, but how much would I play games on a handheld? And uh, uh, I've already stated my <laughs> yeah. You've you've already said at the start yeah. of the show that you haven't had much fun on a handheld recently, and you've got the Vita, which is a, a an excellent handheld and and one that's designed to only be a handheld. Yeah. Um, so that's Would basically what it is. It's mm. very clever. the The video shows off a lot of different features of it. Uh, it looks like it's got some some Bluetooth systems where you can play games against another one if they're sort of back-to-back. There's also going to be a full-blown network here as well. Um, Not a great deal is known about it at this point, but, yeah, (laughs) I don't know, man, where where to start. Uh, Some stuff's emerged over the last few days that we didn't know from the original trailer, for example. Yeah, crank that out, Um, and then we can discuss each bit as a topic i guess i think so i think we need to go into the top five shortly as well because that's kind of i've positioned top five in this section this is kind of a big deal a a console reveal so yeah definitely Uh, nintendo wouldn't confirm for a while whether the screen was touchscreen or not uh originally when this news broke ages ago there was talk of buttons embedded in screens they had patented all sorts of weird stuff weird um, this <laughs> is going to be a conventional 10-point touch screen, so it's going to uh, have support for gestures and, and those sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, the screen is a 6.2-inch 720p display, which is excellent quality for a handheld. Uh, you certainly don't need 1080p on a 6.2-inch screen. Um, it is, it's a portable device, but... The, there are too many questions at this point. Battery life being one of the ma- major ones. Yes. How definitely. much battery I mean, life is this thing going to have? That thing gonna, yeah, like if if it's going to be churning out like that sort of graphical content. I mean, like if you do watch the video, any of the game footage is like rendered. You know, it's not coming oh, from the yeah. console, so we have no idea what the graphical output of this thing actually is. 
Um, but if it is going to be churning that stuff out, then that how long is that battery going to last? Is it going to like two hours, three hours? I don't know. I mean, it's a worry. Speaking as uh, my gut instinct is that it needs to last five or it's going to be yeah. useless. Yeah, totally. Um, but whether that's possible or not, it's worth noting, by the way, when we first we were talking a little while ago about the possible configurations of this device and. Uh, I think the the Tegra chip was the one that was leaked to be in it, and and I I remember saying at the time that they could be using the current Tegra chip, but they uh, it would be more exciting if they were using a new one that isn't on the market yet. It yes. turns out they are they are using a new Tegra chip, not a current standard one that's currently on the market in the Nvidia Shield. So the the battery life is therefore in question to a much greater extent because this is new technology. They they really and it have could be a lot more powerful. Which it could it could but quicker, it could also yeah. be more. Uh, it could be better on battery. You don't know. Yeah, it like could it, be like the the same like processing power, or whatever. But you know, less reliant on. Yeah, yeah and say, it yeah, would make perfect power. sense for them to put that extra beans into uh, consolidation rather than graphical output. Um, yeah. Which is exciting. Um, but I just then, don't know. You know it's going to come gonna down take to it that. away from the people that want to play this as a console. It's it's a funny. It's a tightrope. Yeah, it really is, and I don't know. Uh, I think they're dining off the fact confusing. that people aren't expecting like the, a, a powerhouse from Nintendo anyway. So yeah, perhaps true. they don't need to worry too much about uh people complaining about sacrificing power for battery life but yeah true um it depends what it does when you plug it in as well like it, it could it could go into like a sort of high powered mode where it, it you know it uses huge amounts of extra sort of processing power but only when it's plugged in you know it's mm. it's interesting it's very because in- it's going to be it's going to be running 1080p native on the television so for it to be 720 on the screen, you know, maybe it uses some sort of uh, sort of letterboxing thing, and, and before you know it, you can get way more power out of it. I, I I don't know. I mean, I think it's very impressive and very interesting. It's just whether anyone actually wants that, as you say. Like it's it's just whether anyone actually wants that, and I don't really know. Um, let's get on to. Uh, the top five now, and then we'll go back to these bullet points that I've put out because I don't think okay. we can answer them beforehand. Yeah, so, true. So let's do a quick top five in the middle of the news here, buddy. So this is the uh, top five things we want from the Nintendo Switch. And I Game think this will give you a better idea of, of, of whether we think this is a good device or not. Yeah, so pretty much I jumped straight in uh, with, first of all, the uh, the Mario game that's shown in the trailer. Uh, may or may not exist, but probably does. Looks cool and I want it now. Pretty much, I want a new Mario, and I and want it to looks, play it. It looks like a, a 
the a Mario in the in the guise of Mario sixty four, which is exciting. Gosh. Yeah, I love that. Um, and also the fact that this console is launching in March suggests that that probably is gameplay footage because they haven't got long left to make something else. So exactly, um, fingers crossed. That is the new Mario that we've seen there for what like five seconds, if that. And it uh, looks great. It looks really cool. Like I, I want that 3D platformer. It's going to shit all over every other 3D platformer ever made, and it's going to be really cool. I Gibbons. Want, I want Mario. I want. I feel like that's going to be a great game for my for my kid to get into as well. You know, absolutely, and and a, a great the first Mario I ever own. I don't mind it being that one. That'd be cool. Mm, exactly. Next thing so, I said, buddy. Needs some sort of good online infrastructure in there. Could this console be the very first time that Nintendo enters the 21st century and provides a proper online gaming <laughs> network? I don't Could know. Could that happen? Well, they, they've come out and said that they're like redoing it all and everything, aren't they? So, fingers crossed. Yes. <laughs> it certainly needs it. Who knows? Yeah, there's um, so many opportunities here, though. Like you could, you could have lots of like split screen and online amalgamations. Like because of the fact yep. that this, I know you can hook up four controllers to this device, even when it's running in like tablet mode, which is really cool, by the way. Like it's got a kickstand. Well, this thing through uh, what well, in the trailer there was two of them back to back wasn't there when they were playing the basketball and, and there was yeah. two controllers on each one and then there was a the part where it was like the esports team were sitting around each other so it it's clearly got some sort of online aspect to it but it just depends how well that's going to be incorporated into it and I noticed the that the the controllers had the four lights on them so that you you know you can connect four player to one system which you'd yeah. expect from a console in this generation but at the same time you know how amazing would it be if you could if you could set something up like Mario Kart where you could have four player split screen and take that online you know uh, yeah sort totally. of a battle of the households and that sort of thing it, you know they they've had time to learn and understand how a network operates and it really is the least we should expect at this point from nintendo is a a decent legitimate online network yeah totally i agree with that buddy so number three is the price i think the two things that are most important to me are this one and the next one. So, yeah, the the price is a huge thing. Now, we've already reported that they want to... They were talking about making 10 million of these in the first year. Yes. Which gives you some sort of idea of how many they think they're going to sell. And I would suggest that if you're making 10 million of something uh, and you've just had a flop and you think you're going to sell 10 million of something, it's going to be cheap. It's going to be cheaper than people expect. And there have been various different reports, people reporting... Um, I, th- I think three four nine is the kind of the most popular three four nine dollars three three hundred three four nine dollars yeah. three hundred pound three four nine dollars that's yeah, the most that's popular price. I think that's too much. That's too much for me. I'm not jumping in like that. I I want like two fifty two twenty two twenty. Yeah, I think two fifty and it sells like hotcakes. I think that's pounds as well. So yeah, what's that in dollars two hundred fifty like pounds three hundred dollars. Say yeah. three hundred dollars. Yeah, if it came out of three hundred dollars, you know, uh, I think that I think it would sell. 
Um, with a game. Yeah, yeah, we want to chuck Mario in or Zelda, and it's launching with both by the looks, so that's exciting at least. Um, incidentally, that Mario Kart footage was from like add-on maps for Mario Kart 8, so uh, it looked like a new game, but I don't think it was. Uh, that's not to say they won't port it over. Yeah, that's um, true, they could always port it. I'd love them to, because uh, Mario Kart 8's awesome. Yeah, I, it is every very, time I go to game cool. at Blue Water, I play that, and I'm like, fuck it, oh, this is great. But um, Why do you want a Wii U, buddy? <laughs> no, I don't. Fucking two two nine, buddy, get stuck in. Yeah. No. no. So that's important. Uh, and as we discussed already, the battery life—that'll be our number four of this top five list—is the battery life. Because if you are creating a hybrid console that is supposed to masquerade as much as a portable device as it is a console in the home then yeah. you should expect a certain level of battery life. And one of the biggest problems with the Wii U, that thing only lasted two hours max, that controller. And that's pathetic, frankly. Um, yeah, this only is, that is absolutely terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. It's just not yeah. good enough. You know, I mean, uh, my my MacBook, it, that thing will run, uh, a sort of medium power, that thing will run for like 15 hours. And I know that that's more of a high-end device, but you should expect at least five <laughs> At least five yeah, out, of, out of anything now. Like anything should run for at least like five hours with the state of lithium batteries at this point in time. And if you're making a device that you can just allegedly pull out of a dock and take with you on the train, then that's the very least you should expect. So that's going to be a massive deal, isn't it? That's going to be one of the, I suppose, one of the biggest things. They get crucified if that's like two hours, that battery life, won't they? It's yeah, it will not go down well, and I think that'll put a lot of people off. I mean, you just got to think like, what is the uh, the 3ds um, battery life and stuff like that? You you need to match that or better it really, because that's your mobile market you're going for. Absolutely, absolutely. Like you're trying to appeal to those people as well as console gamers and. Yeah, crucially important. If you if you're going down this road where you're making like a hybrid device, then you have to tick all the boxes rather than some of them. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, number five, I've put this one in there. I, I would imagine that you will agree. Um, I think Nintendo they've always been quite keen to sell their older software, and they place a certain value on that. You know, you you go and buy. SNES games off of the, the the virtual store for your yep. Wii U, and yeah, the you'll, you'll pay stuff, yeah. like four five ninety nine for like Super yeah. Mario World and stuff totally. on there. And uh, whilst that is expensive, I do kind of admire Nintendo for placing such value on their older software. But I think at this point in time, and and the fact that this system seems to be going down a cartridge based sort of strategy, obviously saving on battery life once again. It's time for them to give you like a PS Now, not necessarily a streaming service, but like a, a back catalog kind of thing. Or... Some just something. I think Nintendo's strength, their biggest ever strength, has has always been in the software, the 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 first party titles, and you know they they've been successfully dining off of those first party titles and selling systems without third party support sometimes you know yeah and that's what they do that's why everyone wants like a new nintendo is just to play uh, especially like this console because it's mobile and console yeah. in one mario it's, zelda they got some great franchises in one place. like there yep. there's certain games on the 3ds that 
aren't on the Wii U or the Wii, you know, and people are annoyed that because, you know, they don't want to play a handheld. Whereas yeah. now, it doesn't matter. It's great. You're taking, <laughs> you're taking this thing, handheld and console driven, you're bringing in a, a, a whole new audience and these are the people that are willing to invest in a handheld device who've never been willing to in the past. If Maybe they don't even care that much about handheld. And with that in mind, now is the time to cheaply sell all of your old games. Like, I would love a handheld system that is a new Nintendo console, but I could also play Donkey Kong Country on. Like, I would love yeah, that, totally. to be able to do that. Like that sounds brilliant to me and and I'd I'd like to play some some Wii U games on there as well or, or, or certainly some GameCube games like Double Dash I'd love to play Double Dash on there yeah, you know totally. I'd That'd love be really that good. so that back catalog that could be a huge seller and perhaps that could fill the void because I don't think Nintendo are necessarily doing anything here that is going to encourage all of the third parties to heavily invest in them like I think this is a solid-looking system, and I think it's got a much better shot than the Wii U. But I don't think EA are going to come in and be like no. tailoring new battlefields to it and stuff. Of that course, doesn't... they're not. I mean, like, no. and if anyone's got any sense, they wouldn't buy those games on the Switch anyway. They would buy no. It's not a what better it's performing for. platform, either like a high-end PC or an Xbox One S, or you know, the PS4. You know, that that's where those games will be bought. But you know, there's going to be certain games that hopefully these third parties develop specifically for the i keep on saying nx but the switch uh and hopefully that's where it's gonna pull more people in yeah and what better way to fill the void from the missing sort of triple a titles and other systems than your entire back catalog fully playable on a brand new portable device so yes i think so so there you go that is our top five we have uh (laughs) The new Mario, uh, an online network that is is worth having, um, and it's comparable to perhaps Xbox Live. I was going to say PSN, but you know, better than that, please. Um, yeah. Also, a low price point, something that is competitive for what it is. Bearing in mind, this is a system that probably won't be as powerful as the current PS4. Um, uh, a long battery life, hugely important. This is a portable device after all, so give us some battery life. And finally, Nintendo's fullback catalogue of software would really be a sweetener to make you not worry so much about the lack of third-party support. Those are our big things. So we've gone on about this long enough, I think, buddy. I think I'm going to ask you one question. Here you go. This is your chance. Are you buying a Nintendo Switch? As of right now... uh, this thing comes out March next year. From everything that you've seen about it, the list of games that have been launched, or at least it suggests will be available on it, are you buying a Nintendo Switch? I think I'm going to try my hardest to get one on launch, mainly because if I don't like it, I can always sell it and make some money. <laughs> okay, so you are going, you're, you're balls, balls deep on this. You're going for I th- it. Like, I, I think... Yeah, I'd like to get this console at launch. I mean, they've already said like more stuff's going to be announced January time, I think it was, um, about the specifications of the actual console itself. So obviously, I, my mind might change and probably will. But I, I would really like to get this game with a new Mario at launch and sit down and just play it with my son 
I think it'd be loads of fun. And yeah, like I said, if uh, if it isn't great, I can always sell it <laughs> and uh, for full price or more. As is tradition when any kind of console comes out, just take the Xbox One S, for instance. So I think I know the answer to this already, but I'm going to ask you it anyway. So the new Nintendo is announced to be a 349 price point, right? Yeah. Someone gives you £350. Right. You have to buy either the Nintendo Switch or PSVR. What do you buy? Nintendo Switch. I I wouldn't hesitate there. It's that simple a choice for you. It it really is for me in my situation. I would get more fun out of the the Switch than PlayStation VR. I think. Do you think that the the, the kid element comes into that to a great extent, or do you think genuinely? No. Uh, yeah, I, maybe. Um, I like the diversity of it. You know, um, different. It's a whole different type of games you get on the Nintendo consoles, which draws me across there all, all the time. I think we're um, both getting to the point where we're very, very sceptical about this. Like, I, I, I kind of feel about the VR that perhaps this isn't the iteration to jump no, in on. No, I, I really don't think it is. Like, yeah. I know people have to be early adopters of this technology for it to grow. I understand that. I just don't think one at 350 quid that's for me because it's I don't know it's still in from what I've seen it it looks like a tech test kind of thing there's nothing massively substantial for this yet and whereas you know the the switch is going to be something I I will probably enjoy playing a lot more well, fair play, buddy. Fair play. And uh, what about you, buddy? Are you gonna are you gonna buy it? Huh? You gonna buy it? It's hard for me because I'm so, I was such a huge fan of the VR, but but I think I'm coming down in the same place because uh, I as I, as I've said many times, I firmly believe that VR is not a gimmick. I I, I firmly believe that uh, it will spread and it will grow and it would improve. But that's the key for me. I I think it will improve, and I and I don't think it's there yet. And I think buying it at this point, I don't think you're going to get a game in two, three years' time on the current headset, which is like, yeah. oh my god, they finally got that like killer. Yeah, app. exactly. And you, I think need this like, is yeah. progression that is required, ready for the next headset which comes out, which is far better and far more capable of playing games that are killer apps. So, as much as I'd love to have the PSVR, and I wouldn't turn it down. Uh, it's the switch for me, buddy, and and with with the PS4 Pro, and the fact that I'm willing to hold out for Sony's next console after the PS4 Pro, yeah, it's app, it's the fucking switch for me, man. Especially now moving in with the misses, like uh, that'd be loads of fun. There'd be so many cool absolutely. games. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, uh, totally. I, I've already put fifty quid aside, so I'm already I've already started saving, even in this he's time got his, of need. He's got his funds going. I yeah. like it. Nice. Got to be done. Uh, I, I, Gibbons, buddy. I really like it. I really like the idea. I really like playing the idea of playing some 3D Mario at work in my lunch break. Exactly. Or otherwise. Yeah, that's really cool. Being able yeah. to take the whole thing with you and then just... Or yeah, make, man. Buddy, you can it, play Skyrim on that as well. Chuck it in your satchel. Chuck it in your Skyrim. duffel coat, you know. Hey, so. hey. Skyrim. Skyrim. Can buy it again. 
Yes. <laughs> You've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting to buy it again, and uh, I think I'm going to have to buy it again. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> cool. Well, it's a good oh. job we've cut some sections, because we really got balls deep into that. Yeah, I mean, we're we're hitting the uh, hour and a half mark unedited uh, so far, so yeah. Uh, we're looking at, yeah, an hour, hour 21. <laughs> <laughs> Shit the bed. So yeah, we need to crack on, buddy. Number two. <laughs> I forgot that we only did number one. I'm in there. One. I'm in well, there with well number played. two. I mean, yeah. fuck me, buddy. Well played. Well yep. done. Yep. Number two. Uh, <laughs> EA is going to try and sell you Battlefront again this year. Uh, this is the Battlefront Ultimate Edition. Featuring Ultimate all the, Edition. All their DLC and battle packs and so on and so forth. Uh it's coming out around the time of the new movie. Best Classic. Of luck. Nice yep. move. There you like go. It. That's well that. I'll be playing Battlefield 1, buddy. Yes. Uh, next, this is the news that Evolve is shutting down, apparently. <sighs> Shame, um, buddy. I've got very mixed feelings about this. I'll, I'll, I'll read a little statement from uh, Phil Robb and Chris Ashton at Turtle Rock. They're the co-founders of Turtle Rock. They made this game. Uh, they said, uh, This is the life of AAA game developers who aren't self-funded and don't own their IP. We don't get to make the call. We all know that going in, but we still sign the dotted line because we love what we do. We are happy to have gotten the opportunity to do something risky, something new and innovative. We created a brand new sci-fi world. We got to go to Planet Sheer and interact with alien flora and fauna. We got to hunt down, trap and kill giant monsters together. We got to be the monster. What an awesome experience. Now, these guys got crucified when this game launched and so much about that, all of the criticism that they got was to do with the practices, the uh, the publishing practices, the microtransactions, the, the wealth of different options for packs and dlc and yeah and and a a statement like that is clearly designed to make it quite clear that the developer of evolve didn't necessarily agree with the publisher of evolve that's how i feel about it these guys made a game and then that game was turned into a cash cow in such a blatant way that everyone could see that it had been turned into a cash cow and everyone was quite angry about that and no one wanted to play it and then it failed. And we were excited about that game when it first was announced at least. And I just wonder if this is an example of a publisher murdering what could have been a great game. And I've never really felt sorry for Turtle Rock before because at the time they did loads of interviews defending their practices and, and... I felt like they were defending to the point where they weren't just towing a line. But maybe they were, man. Maybe they were just being completely screwed over there. I don't really know. What do you make of all of it? That's the thing. that We don't know what happened behind closed doors, buddy. And uh, we'll probably never know, I'm guessing. No, I wouldn't um, have thought so. I mean, it's 2K, this. So if anyone's going to like fuck their developer over in terms of like money grabbing, then, you know... Fill your boots, frankly. True. I mean, yeah, Battleborn going really well. 2K, innit? Yep. 
Oh well. Um, I'm I'm quite annoyed at this because you know that whole news of uh, it going free to play on PC. Yeah, they was like they oh, were going to try and rescue it that way. Yeah, but, I was uh, like, cool. They've they've done it. You know, maybe this is where they actually get some people back in and the the get some buzz going about this game again. And yeah, like like any kind of free to play game, uh, the figures spiked quite drastically, you know, um, in that in that first week or whatever, and then obviously it died back down. And I, I think it's uh, Evolve is on sale uh, in the on the PSN store at this moment for like eleven quid or something. I was like, no, nope, I'm gonna wait till it comes free to play because I know it will. And yeah, it's not now on consoles. And no, and, uh, nothing's being me. clarified at this point. No one really knows what's going to happen in with regard to the servers on that game. It's, mm. it's it's entirely possible that 2K will leave the servers running for two years, you know, and it's still a viable purchase. It'll, it'll get lower and lower in price. But uh, I, that I, game's I been like five pounds. That no, and if I haven't bought it for that, I'm never buying that game. <laughs> it was such a catastrophic failure oh, in marketing. Yeah, true. It really it, was. It, it just destroyed it. So many people off. But the concept of the game, it sounds really good. You know, like it, it was a game, like you said, we were looking forward to. We got on the alpha, maybe the beta as well. I can't remember. Um, I, I couldn't manage to get into any game from what I remember playing that. And, and I got in there and when I did, it was very unbalanced. But I heard that they, you know, they worked on that, yeah, but that long yeah, and hard. That's, and- that's the thing. And like that, that's what alphas and betas are for, you know, um, the Titanfall beta, you know, they said they had it one weekend, said they've adapted certain things and did it the next week. Was it the technical test, wasn't it? They called it, yeah. And now so, the know, reviews they, are coming out and people are going mental over Titanfall, exactly. You know, so that those things are there for a reason. And I don't know, yeah, I, I feel bad because you know, it's a game that's getting canned now, but because if it's jaded past, you know, uh, oh well. This is the way of the world, buddy, and we move on. Gibbons, buddy. And we shall. We shall. Let's move on to this. Very exciting news. The orange box is now backwards compatible on Xbox One. You can now play Half-Life 2 on your Xbox One. I mean, that's great news. Other news, (sighs) buddy. Thinking I want to buy an Xbox One. Well... I think if the Nintendo was a bust, then I'd probably be with you. But the main reason I want to buy an Xbox One is because everyone's still got a 360 apart from me. And I'm thinking, oh, I could buy a 360. And I was looking on eBay and they're like 50, 60 quid. And I'm like, eh. I looked at Xbox Ones on eBay and they're like 130, 140 quid. I'm like, eh, I could get one of them. <laughs> Can we play together? I have no idea. I would hope so. You would have thought so. I don't know. Gonna have to investigate that now. Don't oh, you've ruined my ideas of buying an Xbox One. <laughs> I don't know if I don't believe You would uh, think I so. That would be dumb if you couldn't. If you had Rainbow Six Vegas two Which I do. On your Xbox One. Which I don't, but I would if I had an Xbox it One. It wouldn't yeah. be backwards compatible. Exactly. And would I that mean and I, could I, play and a I game? made if I hosted a game on my three sixty. Yeah. Could you join it? Yes, I think you could. 
I think you'd have, goodwill. you'd have to be able to because how would, many because people are making a room? S- they, they wouldn't make new servers just for backwards compatibility gate or compatible games. No, but that they? game's that game's P two P, so you wouldn't need to. It's it's private. It it it'd, it'd run. You just make a server. Then, yeah, of course it would. I'm not convinced. We need to look into that. Maybe we'll discuss that next week. Uh, Maybe. I'm with you, by the way. I would like an Xbox One. As the as the Betamax version of that thing comes down in price, yep, I'm totally. kind of considering it, because <laughs> if I could get one for like a ton, and then I yep. could get like the Master Chief collection. Exactly. We could have loads of fun, and then we could play all our old 360 games. It'd be yes. fucking sweet. I'm very much so up good. for that. Um, yeah. But the Switch has now become my priority, so it'll yeah, come Yeah, I, I, I think you're right, part. like... Man, all my funds are going towards that at the moment. Oh, I love, I love games. Love games. I love games. <laughs> we, <laughs> okay. we move on. <laughs> move uh, on. Uh, this is time. this is my last my last news story before we head into your section. Yeah, buddy. I'm not. I don't know what you mean by this. We need to go and look at the division again. I heard some sort of patches come out. What is it? Um, this is their reinvention patch. Cool. Does, does so, that mean there's an actual game there now? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we said we'd never play this game again. It, this is a world tiering thing. That's what they've gone world for. World tiering? Yep. So selectable world tiers. Uh, drawing some, some sentences off of Eurogamer because they wrote them and I can read. Uh, We have uh, world tiers that match the game's main open world to various player levels. Previously, you needed to play the division's raid-like incursions or venture into the notoriously unfair player-versus-player dark zone to reliably level your character past a certain point. Not anymore. (gasps) World tours can be set at levels 30, 31, 32, or 33. Rewards and enemies are catered to each level. Level 31 and up will also allow you to play challenge mode and incursions. This means you can now play the division and earn high-level gear tailored to your own level without having to grind through enemies too tough to beat. Previously, you needed to venture into activities higher than your current level or hope the dark zone wasn't full of players happy to gang up and gank you repeatedly. Mm, So they've changed it. They've changed it so that... It's like one Tamriel, buddy. It it is like like one Tamriel, but let's not give them too much credit. But yeah. (laughs) All NPCs NPCs are now able to drop the high-end gear. Uh, Weekly and daily missions, loot cash will also drop gear, which is tailored to your current progression. Cool. Hundreds of um, other changes are included, including long-sought quality-of-life features such as the ability to quickly report cheating players and a vast set of missions, gear, and gun re- rebalances. The article on Eurogamer ends, Will you give The Division another try? The answer is... We have to. No, because Battlefield 1 has arrived, but <sighs> at the same time... That cover system, though, buddy. I love it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we'll go back, but... I'll do that. I mean, have you even got it installed? I think I might have deleted it. <laughs> I think you I should probably download that before I leave here with my 100 meg. Yeah, I'd, I'd get everything downloaded now. Yeah, I ran out of space on my two terabyte hard I drive. I know, I did as well. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, We're disgusting. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> we got too many games, buddy. Yeah, Fuck's disgraceful. Sake. And it but. wouldn't matter even if we had them on disc because they all put it on the hard drive anyway. I mean, yep. that's the worst of it. 
terrible. Yeah. You can see the new Ultimate Edition of uh, Infinite Warfare is like 130 gigs. Download. Yeah, cool. I love it. <laughs> I mean, if you've got a 500 gig hard drive, unlucky. Yeah. Yeah, best to well, ignore just that. Don't get that game. Don't get it. It's a bad game. Get Titanfall instead, apparently. Yeah, Vince. Anyway, uh, that's the news from me, buddy. So I think it's time we head into Ash's News, favourite things of the week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's News, favourite thing of the week. Gibbons, buddy, talking about Titanfall 2. Uh, apparently there's not going to be a season pass. All the maps and shit are going to be free. Ooh, suck a dick, Call of Duty. And... Battlefield and other games with shit season passes, which I hate. Um, fuck me, I've got loads of stuff here. Um, did you hear about Dead Star, that PlayStation Plus game that we got whenever it was several months ago? Yep. What about it? It's dead. What the servers are dead? Yep. On PS4. Yep. It Even though it was PS Plus dead. like four months ago. Yeah, mate, it is dead. Dead, dead. The, they came out and said, yeah, we, it's not, not feasible. Like, the he sales can't... aren't covering the, the cost of the servers, so it's gone. <laughs> you can't play that anymore, then? Yeah, you can, well, you can play the tutorial, and that's it. Ah! That's amazing. In a bad way, obviously, but... <laughs> that is amazing! <laughs> In yeah. a bad I can't way. That. That's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? There's some news. Shit. Newsflash. Cheers, um, man. Yeah. Um, earlier this week, I saved an article about how uh, Sony aren't thinking about the uh, a making a PS4 Elite controller. Yeah? They're like, no, nah, I don't want it. And then yeah. earlier today, Sony announced two new PS4 controllers dedicated to eSports. I saw that. I did see yeah. that. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, it's made by third parties, so... Mixed messaging there, buddy. I'm confused. Uh, not even slightly aroused. I mean, the good news about that is that they're letting third parties develop controllers now, so hopefully they'll make the fucking small ones for kids, because those DualShock 4s are fucking massive. Mark is not there for it. It's not I've bad. got a kid. Oh, he wants to play Ratchet and Clank when I get the game. Okay, yeah, maybe. but... Yeah, I don't think I, I can't see it. I think it's a good idea. Absolutely, Xbox it's a good idea. One have got like these fucking amazing like small controllers. They are they're, really, they are yeah, they're beautiful. They look amazing. Are they four kids? Yeah, or they're, they're, they're or like three quarter size women. controllers. Yeah, women. I would say <laughs> we're not sexist, but yes, <laughs> they they have yeah. dainty fingers, buddy. It was his little, little hands. That's what you're yeah, after. so, like, uh, and uh, the, 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 I, I, I've got a, a miniature DualShock 3, uh, which I use on my PC for him when he plays his Lego games. But you can't get a DualShock 4 mini controller, and it's annoying as fuck. Anyway, um, yes, you can replace the hard drive in your PS4 Pro. Great news. That is good news. Yes, um, Skyrim Special Edition has 600% more mods on Xbox One than PS4. Well, that's to be expected because they can use 
five party gigs. assets. In, oh yeah, and yeah, the, the there's a five and gig the size. On, yep. Instead of a one gig, and yes, like you said, they can use whatever assets they want. I was um, really behind Bethesda when they had their falling out with Sony, but I feel kind of slightly differently this week, as we'll discuss shortly. But uh, yeah, that will Go happen. On. Uh, Borderlands The Handsome Collection is apparently free on Xbox One at the moment. I don't know if that's a thing or if it's not, but yep, yeah, there you go. If you have an Xbox One, you can get that for free at if this moment. If you're Xbox One and you're listening to this, go and have a look. Yeah, just get it. It's free. Fucking hell. Yep. It's free. Yep. GTA uh, 5 or online or whatever is three years old. Uh, if you log on, you can get 250k in-game cash. Shit, nice. yeah. And buy a we'll speedboat. Nice. Yes, yeah, we'll do that and buy a speedboat. Uh, that's only valid till the thirty first of the end th- th- this month. So I don't know when that is. Is this that's that Sunday? I don't know. Anyway, who cares? That's stuff. Uh, and... uh, it's Monday. It's Monday, so you have got a chance with that. Yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> and Nicely done. <laughs> finally, great news, buddy. The Ooh. steep open beta has been announced and will yeah. be big, 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 big in. On November the 18th, on all formats, and I highly recommend sticking it out and playing through the tutorial, which is shit, to actually play that game. Not that I've played it, but no. I reckon it's pretty good. We're not allowed to talk about it, but we liked it, and we look forward to talking about it properly <laughs> when we've played the open beta, which will allow us to talk about something rather than be in this position where we're not allowed to talk about that. We're not allowed to talk about that. Nope. So there you go, buddy. There's some news from Portugal. Fact. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> from Portugal. Well, thank you, buddy. That's some great news, and uh, I found it particularly newsworthy. Uh, mm, especially I had more information this week. I read stuff. You, you seemed to know stuff. It's it was I slightly had time, dis- buddy. I had it was disconcerting, but we, we kind of got sorry. on board with it. And I, I felt like you didn't aunt, ask me enough questions. Well, I didn't need to because you filled the gaps in for me, buddy. That's and true. of course, what really, really hit home and, and made it such a success was the fact that this week's podcast, the subject oh. is actually uh, video games. So, uh, thank fuck. So, so there is that. I mean, I think next week's subject will probably just be Battlefield One. I, I feel like we should just turn into a Battlefield One podcast next week. That's all we should do. I, I I mean I don't know if we've got enough listeners to worry about alienating them. So Are you sure, maybe that's a good idea. I don't know. I know but, at least two of them play Battlefield One. At least half of our audience plays <laughs> Battlefield One. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nicely done. Well, yeah. cool. Cheers for that news, buddy. Uh, that is the news. Nice. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. So what have we got this week, buddy? Up, down, in, out, left, right, north, south, east, west, ding, Dong, bish, bosh, something else. Fonzo Phoenix. Right or wrong? I mean, I've missed that one all these years. Right Can or happen. wrong? So Can simple. This is a Phoenix to Bethesda, buddy. Uh, this is the news this week that Bethesda has decided to hold back all review copies of their games from now on. They will only send them out the night before a uh, game I is mean, launched. 
That's great because they don't make massive RPGs. No. This is a quote. This is a quote from Bethesda's Gary Steinman who says, With the upcoming launches of Skyrim Special Edition and Dishonored 2, we will continue our policy of sending media review copies one day before release. While we will continue to work with media streamers and YouTubers to support their coverage, both before and after release, we want everyone, including those in the media, to experience our games at the same time. I want to know what your game's like before I buy it. Thank you very much. They don't want you to know what it's like before you buy it. They want your money and then then they will allow you to find out what it's like. No. No. So Bethesda are trying to dress this up as though it's consumer-centric in some way. Um, We don't want to let spoilers come out. Pretty much. That's this is ridiculously stupid. Oh, it's insane. And I don't know how else to phrase this. Bethesda are cunts. I mean, in my mind, what I can see would work right now is like that episode of South Park with the dog whisperer guy. And he goes, <laughs> yeah, and, yep. and Shut, shutting everyone down. Bethesda, a, a Cartman. Yep. And they're taking Bethesda, and they're like, no, no. And I, I think is, that would this work. This is some bullshit. It's fucking terrible, man. This is some like, bullshit from we, Bethesda. We all know about fucking review embargoes. We yeah. know the worry of... When uh, Doom came out... Embargo, yeah. When Doom on. came out, they... after After Doom came out and was hugely successful and got great reviews, it garnered great positive reviews... Bethesda came out and were like, oh, we, we were surprised that people liked it. So the reason they didn't send those review copies out, the reason there was an embargo until launch day, was because they thought that game would bomb. Yeah. It just so happens that that could well be game of the year. But they didn't could expect well that. They didn't expect... I thought you were going to say they didn't expect Tricky Towers. They didn't expect Tricky Towers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't expect that game to be good, so they embargoed it until it was launched so that they would sell more copies of it before the terrible reviews came out. Yes. Now they're trying to make out like they did a clever thing there for the consumer, and now they want to, like, send all the stuff out at the same time. It's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Bethesda are cunts. Never pre-order a Bethesda game because Bethesda are cunts. They're trying to they're trying to pull the wool over your eyes. They don't want you to know what their game's like before you spend the money. They want your money first, then you find out if the game's shit or not, and then it's too late. So do not pre-order Bethesda games. Don't buy any more Bethesda (laughs) games until the reviews come out. Read the reviews, find out how the game is. I think that should just go with any game. Like it should go with any game, but imagine making game. such a precedent of it. Imagine, yeah, imagine, no, especially in the way that they've phrased it. And uh, yeah, it's imagine like, trying to pretend this for the consumer. Cunts. We want you Phoenix. to experience the game at the same time, so you can find all the shitness. Fuck you. Fuck you, Gary Thanks, Steinman. <laughs> you cunt. We need to leave this topic. Phoenix. So we could stay here for a while. Let us leave. Onwards. 
Unfortunately, buddy, we have a guest phoenix right here. <laughs> do, you to, do you want to talk about this? Can we get a little bit more angry? I'd right love now? you because, to talk uh, about this, buddy. This is one in. of the things that I uh, I highlighted last week. You know, go on. News from Portugal once again, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but UK-based news read from someone who was in Portugal. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we have in, obviously, England, uh, a game franchise company-based shopping utensil-based thing. Well, there's a shop, I would, some people would call it, called Game. And they have been, um, demonstrating the PlayStation VR. You know, it's come out, they're trying to get people involved with it so they can spend money on it. Unfortunately, these tool bags have been charging money to demo the PlayStation VR. Any thoughts, buddy? I don't even think I need to say anything about that. <laughs> Come to our shop. Our mm. shop. A where shop, we sell games. A place a where we sell yeah. things. Yeah, we sell games. Pay Mainly us money. Games. Yeah, give me pay money. us money for us to show you one of the things we're selling. Yeah. And then buy it. Yeah. And can I have some money before you, uh, you buy this? Pay £5 for 10 minutes, by the way. Oh, yeah. To try a product to see if you want to buy it. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. It's unbelievable. Are they allowed to do that? I don't think they are. And I think that by next week, we'll have a story in which they've been shut down from doing it. Uh, because what, get the whole thing like game I don't, just gone. I don't see how it's any different from me going to the cinema, recording a movie on my phone, and then paying people to go and watch it in like a function room of a pub. <laughs> like I don't, I don't see how it's any different to that. And I think by yeah. next week they won't be doing it anymore. Uh, I just think it's amazing. Five pounds for ten minutes, know, or fifteen you know, fifteen pounds for half an hour. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, fifteen pounds for half an hour. It's crazy, isn't it? It's like, I got a statement from Game, by the way. I got a statement because Eurogamer ran the story originally, and Game actually had the audacity to respond with this statement. Oh, please uh, enlighten uh, me. <laughs> Our pay-to-play PlayStation VR experience is a game-led initiative. The cost to use the in-store PS4 pod is entirely refundable for customers that go on to buy either the headset or a PS4 console. The payment allows us to ensure that we have dedicated staff manning the PlayStation VR pods who have been fully trained to adhere to best practice demo guidelines. The demos are intended to give our customers access to one of the most exciting new gaming technologies in 2016 and provide them with the opportunity to get a feel for VR before they commit to buy. Can they ask for a refund? Is it shit? Uh, <laughs> the main thing that I want to highlight there was, you know, the, the trained staff, like, the fucking yeah. staff in there know nothing. They're paying for trained staff, buddy. I mean, I'm going to go in there and be like, can I see your PlayStation VR certificate, please? Have you been fully trained yeah. on this? Have you been certified? Are you, cert- are you PSVR certified? Are you- <laughs> it's a qualification, <laughs> don't you know? Yeah. Oh, mate, yeah. it's fucking Phoenix Town, buddy. Bad news. Oh, it's, been- it's fun having a moan, isn't it? I do like it. 
Yeah, I love moaning, but I'd, I'd like some good news, buddy. Please. No, no, I'm sorry. So. Uh, have we got any good news in the next section? Actually, yeah, no, we have. We have. Let's go for it. Let's go then. And now it's time for Out This Week. That's Out This Week. Golden release time. Golden release time. You and I belong together. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We're Um, going there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know what happened there. Uh, Have you listened to last week's podcast, by the way? I listened to a bit of it. Unfortunately, I couldn't download the whole thing. And you got a snippet at the beginning. But thanks for putting the Gilmore Girls uh, little tune in there. Like no that. worries, buddy. I highly encourage you to listen to the top five from last week's episode. Oh, okay. I will uh, do that. You're, you're welcome. That tomorrow. Yep. Uh, so anyway, out this week <laughs> is that time in the Sog, buddy, at the end of the month yep. where we get our PS Plus lineup and our Xbox Games for Gold lineup as well. Gold. Yep, Games for Gold. <laughs> games for Gold. Uh, so we have on the PS4... Everybody's gone to the Rapture and the Deadly Tower of Monsters. On the PS3, we have Dirt 3 and Costume Quest 2. Uh, we have Letter Quest Remastered on the Vita. And on the crossplay title, this is PS4, PS3, and PS Vita, we have Pumped BMX Plus. Cool. I'll play Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. I like walking around the countryside. Yes, in a I game. will play that as well. Uh, the Deadly Tower of Monsters could be a bit of a sleeper hit as well. Uh, it looks weird. A bit of a sort of 70s B-movie type thing going yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's odd. Looks cool. But yeah, I'll give that I'll, a go. I'll give it a go. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, uh, all, all, all in all, reasonable, decent, diverse, might be good. Uh, Xbox Games for Gold. We have uh, Murdered Soul Suspect and Super Dungeon Brothers on the Xbox One. And on the 360, we have Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition and Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. So I like the 360 games. Yeah, and uh, very cool. Soul Suspects I'd play through. Some Super Dungeon yeah. Brothers looks quite cool as well. I think, to be honest, all in all, decent lineup for both systems this month. That's pretty good. True. Um, I think so. We've had some stinkers over the last couple of months. So yeah. especially from Xbox, I think. I think yeah, Xbox they, Xbox they gamers that. have been fucked recently for for their titles. But uh, well, they're getting ready for the Christmas high. You know, we're going to get something good there. I, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Either way, looks good. Uh, also out this week, we have uh, on the PC, we have Owl Boy. Uh, it's a boy who is an owl boy. Uh, he platforms. Uh, he's being berated by an owl who is a man. Cool. Yep. We have Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, buddy, which is uh, it's, it's Black Ops 3, but 10% worse in every department. Uh, and then Ale- Alex wait three to four months for... Call of Duty 4 Remastered. Yes, it's Call of Duty. Uh, Football Manager 2017 is out on PC this week. It's Football Manager. Everyone knows what that is. Uh, And on the 3DS, we have Mario Party Star Rush. It's Mario Party, but on a handheld. Um, And that's out this week, buddy. That's everything that's out this week. So That's not bad. That is not bad. Pretty decent. Gibbons, buddy. And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. 
Uh, Funk's got uh, this to say, and uh, yeah, fair enough. I'll just read it out, and then we'll see how we go. So Funk says, uh, a quick one on last week's pod. You were very forgiving of the Indie Ninja game, where 50% of players can't get past level 3. Funk's talking about Aragami, which we uh, praised last week despite a game-breaking bug on the co-op aspect of things. Yes, they are an indie dev, but they are still they still charge for the game, and it's not okay in my opinion. Surely the game was tested in some way where this bug could have been spotted? For me, there is no excuse for releasing subpar games. Was the game removed from the store when it was discovered? Doubt it. It's just too easy for devs to let something go when it's not working. Again, it wouldn't happen in other industries, and it gets my goat. Well, yeah, he's, he's got an absolutely valid point there. Um, did, 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 like, if you went to a film and, like, it started stuttering halfway through or one of the extras, like, fell asleep on stage and they didn't notice it, you know, you'd be like, hey, what the fuck? This isn't right. The thing for me, though, I would say is just to cut these guys a bit of slack. Because it is an indie indie developer, so they haven't got a lot of manpower. That would be my first point. Also, I think what lets this game off is the fact that we can see how good this game's going to be. um, And therefore, we're still very excited. And the fact that they've already come out and addressed, yes, there is an issue with this. We are fixing it. You know, they, they've been very upfront about the situation. I think so. I think there's a lot of different things at play here. And uh, it's easy to mistake our enthusiasm as letting something off. And we, we've we been doing this podcast for some time now. And I don't think that we're getting soft to problems. I don't think we're becoming more accepting but we are becoming more expecting. So we we are less likely to fly off the handle when something is fuckered these days. But that's that's just because of sort of fatigue at the fact that we've seen problems happen very, very often. Um, with this, I would like to clarify, by the way, two things. Firstly, the game is completely playable all the way through. The problem is with yes. specifically with co-op play. This game is completely playable uh, in single player. Um, it's not the case that you get to level three and you can't play it anymore. It's uh, yep. it's only the case that you can't get past level three for fifty percent of people in co-op mode. So the bug is it's I, I would call it a very serious problem, but it's not like it's a big utter, issue. It's not utterly game breaking to the point no, where no you one can, can still- play it. Like play the game through single player, like you said. Yeah, yeah it's just the, it's cold. an unfortunate bug. I don't know what their testing practices were. Uh, they didn't find it beforehand. They didn't ship the game knowing it was there, and they have since fixed it. It was patched about three days ago. So it took. I think it took them four or five days 
to fix the game. Um, and uh, yeah, whether whether that's acceptable or not, it, again, it's not. I, I I agree with Funk to an extent in that I don't want to feel like we're going soft. I don't want to feel like we're letting games off the hook. Of course, I don't. But at the same time, there are sometimes extenuating circumstances and. This was a very cheap game made by a very small team, and there was a very unfortunate bug which they couldn't possibly have planned for, and and it didn't come up in testing. And then they fixed it as quickly as they could, having been very transparent with their user base, tweeting and facebooking that the problem was there. They were sorry yeah. and they were working on it. I, I don't think they could have done any more after the problem arose. I agree that the problem shouldn't have been there in the first place, but at the same time. It's life, man. Sometimes these things do happen. And these these guys are not the people that we want to get angry with. These these yeah. guys are not... They're not the sort of development team that we want to shout out of video games. You know, these, these guys could well be the good guys. And these guys could be a studio that grows into a AAA developer that produces wonderful games for all of us. Wonderful it's, stealth games. Wonderful stealth games. Uh, I still highly recommend this, especially now it's been fixed. It was very <laughs> unfortunate. I agree with Funk. We need to tread carefully. We we don't want to fall into this sort of realm of letting everyone off the hook all the time, and that isn't our intention. Uh, I think this this situation's kind of a bit of a one-off. I think most games we probably would have slaughtered. It just made such a good impression on us for what it was in the first place. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I I, I totally would agree with everything uh, everything you're saying. Um, I, I'd like to just add. Um, I don't I don't know if this this is right, but the I feel like this like media is still kind of in its infancy in a way it's still trying to find its like legs uh somehow uh, and the the way that things are developing so quickly um that these things can quite easily arise from somewhere because you know um everything's changing constantly uh, it's well, funny with technology is progressing too quickly uh, in a way. Yeah, which makes things look a little amateurish sometimes, doesn't it? Like it's yes, it's it's almost so. like the infrastructure isn't there to support this mass fucking media sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, that that's all like and, and sometimes you I, I feel you just got to give some people uh, a break. But like you say, we're not I don't feel like we're going to get soft or whatever. We're still well, we'll fucking moan about anything. <laughs> I mean, you As just I said, listen to like two thirds of this podcast. We're fucking complaining about shit. There's a difference. <laughs> as I said before, there's a difference between uh, expecting bugs or uh, and accepting them. Like, there's yep. a difference between being like, "Oh, fucking video games, eh? Look, this has happened." That's not necessarily being like, "Oh, this is fine because this is video games and this has happened." It's yeah, just totally. you, you become numb to them when you're reading all gaming news every week for 18 months and, and you're like, oh, look, another game is broken. And it's not it's not you going, oh, you know, I'm not so bothered anymore. It's just you becoming a little numb to the fact that you're used to seeing these stories. Yeah, but, and uh, they're, they're constant. With, with every yeah. week, there's a game that's broken. I'm sure we will play some more Aragami uh, this Definitely week. Definitely, buddy. And, uh, I can't we, wait. We, we will talk when about it. Back. 
Yeah. Well, uh, my uh, I'm I'm still here for another week after this. So uh, next week I've got normal internet. I'm just going to be home later than usual. So uh, we can play some games still. Cool, buddy. We'll do that. But thank you very much for your message, Funk. Gibbons, buddy. Every week we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or at justforgamers.co.uk. And now it's time for JFG Street Beat. You got a question we wanna know? Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mall. So hit us up and be on the show. Street Beat. We wanna know. You can get on the show. And PJ has got on the show, buddy. Uh, he's got Ooh, something he's for us this show. week. Uh, PJ says, and this may well have been stemming from the Civ session we had on game night. Uh, PJ says, is there a way I can stream games like Civ 5 from Steam so that I can play them on my iPad? Tech support. Go. That's that's you, buddy. You're you're definitely tech support. No, I, I don't know job. anything about computers, buddy. So, uh, oh, computers. Yeah, I'm guessing that there's there's a million and one ways. Probably, I've I've streamed my computer through various things, through Android TV boxes, through tablets, through Orb. Windows. Orb, yes. Fuck me, that was old. Oh, that is. <laughs> oh my god i haven't yeah. thought about that for years orb <laughs> i remember using orb like 10 11 oh, years ago i think you I, had I, it going when we were at college yeah we must have i like the, the the my my favorite time of using orb uh i was in leeds on the bus home and i had like some nokia it was like when the iphone first came out i think or the iphone i don't know which one it was one of the iphones anyway and I was going to get one, but I got um, this Nokia touchscreen instead. And I, I was on the bus, and I had, it was like mobile internet was kind of just kicking off in 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 a smallish, big way, if that's a, a thing. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I streamed like a film on my way home from my PC on mobile data on on my phone and, and watched it on the bus home and I was just like this is amazing that is Obviously, brilliant that's, that's fucking nothing now that's just like what you do I think that is but still like, something now but like 11 years ago this is like I was just like that's this fucking insane it's just ridiculous how can I do this you were waiting for a call <laughs> for like MI6 being like we need you <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You, now. you can stream media through mobile internet. We Spatchcock. Need Spatchcock. <laughs> My, My office. office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need a section about Spatchcock. We do. Podcast. We do. But anyway, um, how how do you do that tech support? What do we need? Uh, I did a little research, and the two most popular ways of doing it right now are a couple of apps that you can get uh, for your iPad. One of them is called Kino Console, and the other one is called Moonlight Game Streaming. Um, widely regarded, Moonlight Game Streaming being the best option in that it is free and also apparently the most reliable. Um, and I suppose, yeah, it's like a remote desktop 
program. I would expect you to get some latency issues. I'd also expect you to get some graphical issues. Uh, yeah, totally. But at the end of the day, the iPod should be the iPad. Sorry, should be a perfectly viable screen for that to happen because you, it doesn't need any processing power. You're streaming your system. Uh, your PC would need to be a game on. Like yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, if you're playing a game like Civ Five that isn't, you know, extremely fast-paced, then a bit of lag isn't a bad thing. Yeah, no, uh, exactly. Not necessarily at all. Uh, Moonlight Game Streaming, um, it's free. Uh, it's it's If you have an NVIDIA Game Stream compatible PC, it's something you should look up to see if you've got it. Uh, Kino Console could be an alternative otherwise. Um, it's kind of weird that there aren't more services that do this, to be honest, because if you look at the way that PlayStation has remote play options, it seems a no-brainer for Steam to provide similar ones. There should be an, an they integrated... They have the Steam link, don't they? They that's do, the but that's like that. that's only certain devices, though, isn't it? Like it's um... uh, Yeah, it's, it's the actual Steam link. <laughs> the yeah. box you have to buy but uh, there is a, a streaming or service thing that they do um, but yeah I don't know we'll, we'll, maybe we'll investigate more into that who knows I think I need to look into it some more I just did sort of half an hour's worth of googling and had a little look around so uh, perhaps we can get back to you next week and if you find anything PJ that, that is doing the job then we'd love to hear about it as well but uh, yeah I mean it could be a very popular service if you could get something that actually worked like that it's almost like having your own uh, Xbox Live or PSN network for if, if you're a PC yeah, gamer with a vast library you, you could be away in that department so yeah could be very good Gibbons buddy Gibbons B so thanks for your question PJ thanks for yours funk I think that'll do us yay so yeah I think that'll about do us buddy for episode 83 of the JFG podcast it's good to have you back by the way the nights are long and desolate when I haven't got my ash to play with I mean that's a bit weird but thanks it it sounded very gay and uh, (laughs) I'm not uh, I'm not taking it back you can't Uh, come back out of it now I missed you buddy I missed you I I had Battlefield 1 to play I kept getting (sighs) shot on the mountains of Italy and I thought if my ash was here he wouldn't be letting me get shot right now Oh, I'd be getting shot with you we'd we'd be dying together buddy at least we'd be shouting together one or t'other yeah yep well, let's let's wrap this bad boy up and go and play some Battlefield One because you know it's been out for pretty much a week and uh, I haven't fucking played it yet. Okay, we'll go and do that then. Cool, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this particular edition of the JFG podcast. You can find us at www.justforgamers.co.uk. We're also on Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast. Our Twitter handle is at the JFG podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud forward slash just for gamers, YouTube search the JFG podcast. We've got a community on PS4 as well. You can find us on there. Just search for the JFG podcast and we will appear. Uh, we are on Stitcher. We are on where else are we, buddy? Have I missed anywhere? Are we good? Twitch, whatever. Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash the JFG podcast. He really wants to play Battlefield. Uh, and we are also <laughs> on Google Plus, if that is how you choose to live your life. 
Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will be back next week. I'm not sure which night it will be, but we will be back next week and then the following week and so on and so forth. Uh, ad infinitum. Uh, Shut up! Uh, <laughs> until then, I have been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. He's loading up his console right now. <laughs> Goodbye. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, Facebook forward slash the JFG Podcast, or Twitter where we are at the JFG Podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time.